This is Enter VR, the podcast on all things virtual reality. I'm Chris Miranda, your host, and today I'm joined by fellow scholars and gentlemen of virtual reality. Uh, I'm going to go start from Brian. Quickly introduce yourself and then run down the line, and we'll get this thing started. I'm Brian, a.k.a. Bellardo. We do a podcast called Pod VR and uh, independent developer, for, and uh, that's it. Just want to make VR crowd. Let's do it. Yeah, I like your style. <laughs> I'm um, Graham, uh, otherwise known as GG67, uh, one of the de- developers of VR Chat. Cool. cool. I'm Mark, aka Skybox. Uh, I'm a developer of Darkfield VR, Nighttime Terror, Stranded, Open Gear, and Sideload VR. Sweet. <laughs> All that. Hello, I'm Olivier GT, uh, back to the VR community in there with everybody. So happy to be here with you guys, and I've been creating Synthesis Universe. Right. I'm Blair. I'm destroyed. I have no voice. Uh, what do I do? What? Uh, Technolust. Uh, some other stuff. It's a game. It's whatever. Any cleric in the house. Yeah. And uh, I'm Jesse. I'm the other primary developer on VRChat. Go download it at VRChat.net. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Matt Stomps. <laughs> Doing VR locomotion, also Pod VR with Bellardo, and uh, we are also doing Sacramento VR. Sweet. Is that happening? <laughs> <laughs> One day. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can only do so much while we're mortals on Earth. Um, so GDC, this is this has been quite the week for all of you and us in the VR community that are paying attention to this thing. Feet um, hurt. Your feet hurt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so today's Friday. You know, uh, in one word, what do you think GDC felt like? If you can encapsulate it in as little words as possible. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, for, for me, this GDC is the rise of VR. Uh, everywhere you go, you could hear people VR, VR somewhere. Mm-hmm. And there's the beginning of few tracks. So it's really next GDC next year is going to be like VR all over. I hope. Uh, yeah, Rise of VR is GDC. Yes, yeah, we are coming. <laughs> I, I was basically second that. Like last year, there was just a little bit. There was a few people who knew it, you know. But now it seems like just about everybody's heard of it and kind of knows about it, and and we're starting to peak. 
every, keep the interest of the other people there. Every game engine had a Crescent Bay. Right? Yep, yep. Unity had one. Crytek had one. You couldn't one, walk three booths. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone had a gear. Like, you sit in the bar and look around. Like, six people have a, a phone strapped to their face. Did you hear? Yes. How often did you hear the term VR when you're walking past people? Over the time, yeah. insane. Yeah. Yeah. But not nice. not only was it just a you know a lot of VR, it was also like a game changer in the VR space too. Because now we have two titans. It's not just Oculus uh, Glory B, right? Now we have like oh <laughs> shit, there's a there's an, a newcomer and some titans are gonna fight. I don't see them as a newcomer because they are the root of, of, yeah. of VR. We're talking about Valve. Uh, the but, but they are always the innovators. Where, When you think about it, Palmer Lucky, he did, he reboot the thing, but it was, hey, I, found, I created something that makes sense in terms of production and cost, and it will be cheap, and it will be accessible to everybody. But the research was really always made by Valve, where you could see a picture of the Valve people trying things with hardware or like what the hell these are professional things professional solution and they've been experimenting a lot and being very open about it but oculus they turn into a, like a black black box in some way and we still don't know release date or anything and it's uh suddenly you have valve who's back in town and i visited them in october mm-hmm. and um, they were super open and they say come come visit us Send us build, yeah. come experiment with us, and then it's so open with everybody, and, and the Oculus with the, the relation is very different. So let's get this out of the way because now you're, we're talking about Val. We're, we should just who here has tried the HTC Vive? I did. So we yeah. have okay, good. You, uh, half half the group, and then who has tried the new Morpheus? I did. Too. Okay, so we have two people. So uh, Graham and Je- these you guys, you four, like let's HTC Vive. Your impressions. What do you think? I'll start with Mark. I'll start with Mark, and then Jesse. I think okay. I I liked it, and I think it was a great experience. And as in the last uh, Ultracast after Connect, when I was the only one of the group saying there's visible screen door on the Crescent Bay, I have to say this time that I'm really anal about screen screen door. Still really anal about screen door, Mm -hmm. and I think there's more screen door, so lower resolution. Mm-hmm. On the HTC Vive, not that it any, that, not that it matters in any form. The moment you don't focus anymore on the screen door, you don't see it. Just saying it's there. Right. Uh, I think the big thing is so that the headset is fine. I didn't notice any sort of better tracking than Crescent Bay. It's just it's already good for me. Um, hand input was amazing, mm-hmm. like being able to have the controllers in your hand and being like, in the physical space right in front of you was just. It was amazing. The, the way they would give you the controllers is you would have the headset on your head and then the engineer or the person in the room would just ha- dangle the controllers in front of you and you would see them in the virtual space. So you just grab them and it feels completely natural. The exact the same spot as you would expect yeah, it, it like to be. A ghost hand would be the controller. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just exactly. laughed. Like yeah. the, the controller uh, appears in front of you and just grab it. Wow. <laughs> that was awesome, yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> Olivia, what were your impressions? Well, for me, you know, I've been waiting for input and 3D audio. Uh, and it's really, really an essential, essential part of Synthesis Universe. And for the first time, of course, I tried uh, input that was absolutely amazing in terms that you're not bothered by 
occlusion, like I shouldn't do this because the camera is not gonna see it, or maybe if I turn that way, it will be wrong. You, the Viv gives you that sense. Uh, it's the first time I got uh, the goosebumps uh, trying VR. CB was I was not impressed, um, and uh, the Vive. I mean, you you are in VR. You don't bother about. Uh, I mean, when, when you do VR regularly, you're like, okay, I have to remember where the camera is. I have to remember the table and the things. You don't really feel safe. For the first time, you are in a room and they always told you, it's okay, go, you can take a walk. And if you walk to a wall, there's that kind of grid in front of you. So for the first time, Inferior. you feel... Huh? Inferior that works, but like some of us bumped into walls. Yeah, I don't know if people are jumping or uh, are doing fly no. things, but well, for me, it, it, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. But if you jump to the I almost did it during the Google, the Google Earth thing. Yes. I was like trying to get a better angle on it and was walking backwards and I bumped the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you feel really safe to explore the environment and VR. Yeah. And it's the first time I had that, that kind of experience and... Uh, yeah, the the input thing is is really amazing, and it makes a lot of sense uh, on many levels. Yeah, as long as you don't walk backwards. And and Blair, yes. what what did you think? What were your impressions? I think it was the best thing I've seen in my life. Yeah. I love you, Valve. Yes, send me a kit. Yes, no, I'm, joking. I'm joking. No, it was. Uh... What do you mean you're joking? You don't. You don't want. No, I do want a kit. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But uh, my mind wasn't like like blown. Mm. It was it was cool, but. Like, I have a cat and furniture and a kid that leaves Lego on the floor and a game that requires first-person locomotion outside of a, a cube. So it's amazing for what it is. The experiences they had really showed off what you can do, having having neat input, you know, with, like, palettes for painting and, like, all of these interesting tools. It was like having a multi-tool in your hand as opposed to a controller. But, uh, yeah, it was just VR. ton of wires, mm-hmm. ton of calibration that probably needs to be done to make sure that really? you're not... Yeah, like, you need to set the, the floor height and everything, right? So, yeah. once yeah. once per per installation. That yeah. Like, half-hour setup exactly. or something like that. Like, they, yeah. they... It's not like it scans the room and knows like where your walls are. You oh, have, it does. It does. No, it does not. It does not. You have to set you have to where the walls it. are yourself. Yeah. Mm. Uh, even for that, the grid that comes up. Um, yeah, a lot of wires, Fresnel lenses. I'm not a fan of uh, when there's really bright images. You see rings. That's basically like spirals out into the into the world, right? Um, but you were saying you weren't like your mind wasn't blown by it. But, yeah. but like if you hadn't if you hadn't tried Crescent Bay, then your mind would have been blown by that one. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's not like it's not like it's not like holy crap, Oculus is dead. It's not it's no, not no, 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 at no, all. No. Yeah. Like they have some great great new additions to it. I prefer oh, yeah. their tracking system for sure. They have input, they have yeah, great experiences, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's not wow us any, at all anymore. Yeah, yeah so you're right about that. No, you're right. I, I, I think that the three main contenders to the HMD crown, like Sony, Valve, and Oculus, have good screens. They're like you can argue res- resolution here or or stuff like that, but by and large, latency is similar, weight is similar, resolution is similar. 
Um, but it's the tracking here that really sets Bud apart. It sets you free, yeah. Yeah, like being able to wander around a 15-foot space is just something awesome yeah, that the dangerous. other two don't have. And dangerous, and dangerous. But like, let's, let's assume for a moment you're able to have an optimal experience right. with it. A 15 by 15 foot room. If it, well, an extra even room. necessarily, I mean, yeah. you can do something shorter as you like. Yeah, but, but you also, also the hands. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's the 15 foot, and there's also the hands. You know, even if even if I'm sitting sitting in front of my desk, I still get the hand tracking yeah. out of it, right? And it's it's a one unified thing in one box. You, yeah. you get it delivered to your house, and you've got this tracking thing anywhere from the same experience that's offered by the other ones to wandering around a 15-foot yeah. cube with great low-latency hands also. It's great. I, I was shocked by that. The, the laser, the lighthouse boxes <clears throat> don't plug into the computer, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. one less Long shit storm to worry about when you go to demo, right? It's like, we've, we've, we've oh my cats. god, the camera's not working, is the USB working? Like, oh. You don't have to worry about that. It's Actually, just... you, you, you bring up a great point. I wonder if I'm ever going to demo at a trade show in one of those. I ask, actually, hmm. you know... You I will, but you'll have to rent a room, right? Rent no, a no, room. no, no, Jesse, I, uh, I talked okay. to, to Chet about that. that uh -huh. was, um, he came to my... I grabbed him for... So I was able to demo to, to VR Mixer yesterday. And I told him, Chet, there's something that worries me. I love the vibe and what you're doing. It's, but right now, I'm, you see I'm demoing with DK2. How does it work if I want to demo in exactly that, that kind of settings? Uh, I cannot really put another box behind me. That's going to be a, an issue. Maybe mm -hmm. I can, but what happened? Uh, what can I do? So he told me, well, actually, you put a box in front of you, same as you do for the Oculus camera, and you will have still occlusion occlusion problem because when you are backwards, but you still be able, you don't have to set up a private room to demo, and you can use the same. No, think demo about this though, cool. if you're at, yeah. at like VR Mixer, mm. everyone's demoing, you oh, have yeah. total coverage, because everyone's going to bring their <laughs> yeah. light yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, amazing. Yeah. Just cover the whole expo hall with yeah, a bunch yeah. of stock. Is that even possible? Could, could the cameras actually be... No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to talk they're to each cameras. other. They're, or, yeah, uh, no, they're, they're, they're laser dumb. shooters. All it does is flood the room with with lasers. With the more you have, right. the better. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's I, not connected to the computer at all. I think. I think there is still a. I mean, that's kind of an unproven theory. It's like in theory that should work. I still think there's the the risk that there's going to be crosstalk. That you'll get Who somebody else's. No, you'll, you're going to get hit by somebody else's laser. No, a, no, that's fine. It's the no. The lasers are completely independent. It's a of, reference. Of it's like a passive marker. No, I know that. Yeah. But like, but you're you're still scanning. It's like when I, like, what's my distance from the, from the thing, and it gives you a distance reading. But I, I can get the same. I don't think that's what it's doing. That's not it's, it's your, yeah, it's giving you the point, uh, like where you reset your your location basically when you calibrate. <clears throat> it's it's finding you relative to that to like your first calibration point. I right. hope we'll be able so, to try that. At uh, all, all of us bring our little light box at uh, SVVR. And, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, like, let's put, let's light up this room. And, and then hopefully, we should have kids by then. Any, anyone yeah, with yeah. the HMDs off are going to have to wear those laser protection glasses. <laughs> right. yeah. The whole place. Is just, oh, well, well, so correct me, about, infrared, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. So I heard that they're changing. They're going from laser to infrared. For yeah. the consumer, so that infrared laser. It's already oh, infrared. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's already an infrared laser. Okay. Yeah, it's what? just it happens to have the visible end still showing. Yeah. For yeah. troubleshooting purposes, right? Yeah. Like if 
If it's if, on or off. Yeah, I mean, you won't be able to tell. you got to put on special glasses just to see if, if the light box is working. Yeah. So <laughs> let me bring back the conversation to everybody because uh, well, I want to... So Mark had a, a so different it, theory of how that works. So there's some speculation. What do you well, think? Actually, I think... Um, I don't... I don't I have been told how it works. I, I don't pretend that I fully understood what I've been told. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I think... I've, so I'm, I've been told that the headset syncs to whatever laser signal it picks up. So if you had several in a room, I think it would just like find its best its be- best two pairs or maybe a couple. Like, and there wouldn't be any crosstalk. It would just ignore whatever is sort of it thinks it's interference or anything. Right, because so, they're, all, they're all running on a different frequency? They're all running on a different frequency. I, f- I think it's just they're all running a, a sweep through the room that takes a couple of... I don't know how long it takes. They're running the streets through the room correctly. So it takes a little bit of time. So maybe it's a, a millisecond, but it could be way more or way less. I have no idea. So it's, it's a millisecond. So when you turn it on, and you turn it on at the same very exact moment, maybe maybe it just will take take another one. Right. Or it will be fine. And what do you think about Valve making this thing, um, or trying to make this thing become a standard? You know, they're, they're offering the hardware for any company to adopt. And allow you know to, to create things with it. Like, what do you guys you know think about that move? And Valve makes thirty percent of every game sold on the planet. <clears throat> they want to sell more games. They're not going to make money off hardware. So yeah, it makes sense. Like, how does that make, explain how that would make sense for them? They make the tech. We make the experiences. They make money. Right. More content. Yeah. Flood. And they control the platform. Right? And, every, they have the, they're the standard, so everybody has to make it for their platform. Yeah. And right now, their their SDK works across other systems. Oh. Like you can use the the Vive SDK, and it works in your DK too. Cool. I, mean, so, I can see accessories. Like if they're making the tracking tech available to other people, they can just put a little sensor, like little those. Um, uh, Photo sensors on top of anything, yeah. and have it checked in a virtual space. Yeah. Like shoes, We talked about drones before. Like we had, like we had a little quadcopter. <gasps> you put a thing on your yeah. quadcopter, and it's just in your game. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's like, and it's like very precisely tracked in low latency. So you could you could write something to deliver, you know, the board of sensors. Put your put your dishes in the sink. But then each dish would be a sensor, right? Yeah. Yep. I was saying put put a collar on your cat. Yes. And then have a laser pointer on the controller yeah. and play a video game with your cat that like turns into a dog and making him like jump a, through hoops of fire. Or something. Line or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Turn your cat into a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. What, is there anything exceptional about the input? Like anything that stands out about the these these controllers that Valve has? They're, very cheap. early and cheap. Yeah, they're Cheap-to-make. they're three D printed now, right. so they weren't like. Yeah, they didn't know. they didn't really look great in the real world, but once you put your headset on, they was like whatever you want. So yeah, they, had, they had on, on display the final the thing that will look final, a little bit of great. You will see your jeu. There was even the the VR Valve uh, input the controller. Steam. Steam. Yeah, Steam. Steam. Yeah. Yeah. I like that the touchpads on it. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. those haptic touchpads from the Steam controller. It's amazing. And in the tilt brush demo, you were able to select the color by it, and it would vibrate at, at sort of at five Six degree minutes. angles, at yeah, maybe fifteen degree angles. Yeah. So you could very accurately tell where your finger is on that touchpad, even though you didn't see your finger in, in the virtual world. Yeah. And then uh, Sony, who who tried more Sony Morpheus, so yeah. player and just a, just another thing about Vive, yeah. where 
uh, it's something that really makes makes a big difference. Is when when Oculus release some demos and everything, um, it's it's usually made internal by other company and everything. Mm-hmm. But all the demo we try right now are made by content mm-hmm. from the community. So it's made by Cloudhead. It's made by uh, the per, the people who did the uh, blue VR. Wimo. So we yeah. so all the content uh, we had a choice of different content and it it's it changed a lot of things. Like hey guys, we've been working with the community to get that content to you and we are already in there and mm-hmm. that's that's really really nice. Awesome. Um, so Morpheus though, yes. let's talk about Morpheus. What do you think about Morpheus? Wait, real quick. Before we talk about Morpheus, like there's a lot to talk w- about. It live. wasn't a public demo. Yeah. No. And like but the wife we, we have NDAs, so don't we? No, I, I don't know. If we're allowed to talk. Uh, I have no idea. I didn't sign anything. <laughs> no, you didn't sign anything today. I love this podcast already. Oh, you did. You did because you you because you, I'm a developer. Yes, and I'm trying to for seven months. I mean, yeah, I know, but <laughs> I don't. I don't anything. know if so. everything Sony is showing is public. No, right? no but I think there's still some agreement. pictures and no, but there's there's not hiding anything because it's a. Uh, what we tried is an upgrade of an existing technology. Right, right. And I mean, Real to VR and all and gadget tech crunch and Verge, they yeah, all well done yeah. yeah, right, right. So, so, so open up press. Yeah, so Morpheus is um, the ergonomy is uh, is always nice to have the thing on your on your forehead. Mm-hmm. But I had an issue where I was a little bit too warm and already foggy, mm-hmm. um, which you know with the Note Four it happens. But when the Note Four is hot, it's not foggy anymore. Mm-hmm. But the the Morpheus. I was not convinced on that matter, mm-hmm. but otherwise they worked um, a few things on the ergonomy, and it, it feel uh, the the frame rate was uh, was really interesting with the 120, and the, they were showing little demo that were that were really really good, really nice. But it just feel like a, an upgrade, not like a, a revolution, like we changed completely something and and we expanded the possibility of the. That, that, the that says something about it, <laughs> right? It says that it's. It's already good. Yes. It's like, you know, like, this is the thing, too, that my mind wasn't so blown by uh, Vive or Vive, like, I forget what it is, whatever. Um, (laughs) With the Morpheus, you already have, like, a really good tracking volume. Mm -hmm. I don't know how big it is. I think he said it was, like, three meters by three meters, Mm -hmm. which is... Pretty big. Don't, don't speak meters. They don't understand. My well, feet. Too bad. I, I know <laughs> meters. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, ten by ten or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they have the controllers as well. Yeah. The tracking on the move is beautiful. Yeah. Three D audio. The, amazing. The, the, there's occlusion problems, but unless you're doing ninja moves and spinning around in your living room, I don't know what the the problem with that is. Mm. But like. The thing about Sony is it's 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 done. It's like it's done by Sony. It's solid, you know. Like mm-hmm. everything feels finished. Uh, the experiences yeah. feel solid. Like I pay for them. And mm. the the controllers feel really good. You go to pick something up, it feels like solid. It's mm-hmm. like a console experience. Right? It makes sense to control. No, they want to move controllers are fine. Yeah. Right. Talking about NDA, <laughs> they make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this, I mean, this week for me, like, I, I just w- watching what's been happening. I feel like it's, um, it's been another week of validation for VR. You know, oh, it's yeah. just, just yeah. You, you, just when you thought that uh, it couldn't get any better, like it, this, this week <laughs> happens. And you know, I want to know what you guys think on Valve's approach in terms of like announcing this thing because I feel like um, 
to me, uh, they kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> they come, they kind of came out of nowhere, and 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 so whereas you have Oculus's approach, where they're they've been having this buildup of developers, you know, why why would more why would Valve not go that route? Like announce something, or would have announced something earlier, gotten a buildup of developers, and instead they're just you know coming out. Uh, Hard and fast, spring 2015, November, winter 2015 release. Like, is that enough time for developers? Like, how does that affect, you know, the development cycle for you guys? And then I'll, I'll bring it to Matt, and then I'll bring it along. Um, but, we, yeah, what do you think? Like, what's... Uh, yeah, I really don't know the politics behind it, but I imagine it's a bit of a donkey punch. Yeah. You know, boom, we're, we hit, because if they had slowly built up, then everybody else is going to react, and it gave them no time to react. But like I said, I really don't know what's going on behind the scenes with those guys. So yeah, I just think they were waiting for it to be ready. I mean, they, like if they were if a year ago when you know DK is DK two was kind of released, they put out something that wasn't quite up to DK 2s level. It wouldn't they would have been discounted, mm-hmm. right? And it would have been bad PR, not good PR, to build up that in that kind of way. So I think they've got everything sorted out now and. Like, probably even, I mean, if they're announcing dates, firm dates, then they must have manufacturing, kind of at least in some stage of discussion. Yeah. And uh, I think they're just ready ready to release it. It's 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 good. Yeah. Who here will have their, before I go to Berlin, who here will get their hands on a, on a, on a HTC Vive by this spring? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no confirmation. No confirmation. I, I hope so. Yeah. 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 Love you, chat. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, you know, Chris, when I, when I'm, I kind of missed the opportunity to have uh, an early an early kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of us in the community got, got access to that um, because I visited them to try to try their old uh, kit back in uh, October, a little bit around Oculus Connect. Yeah. And uh, they, they reached out to me. They say, uh, send us the build and, and come, come visit us. Mm-hmm. But I'm in France, so I went back and it's costly for me. I wanted to, to go later on. Mm-hmm. I was really not expecting for them to release something uh, as fast and saying, yeah, we have release date, spring and, and autumn. So I was very surprised. Yeah, pretty but um, yeah, it's it's all about connection. And if you you went there, they, they were looking some for some people who work with input and, mm-hmm. and all that. So they have Cloudhead and they have, uh, there's how many demos? There was at least 10 and they had the choice of five or something? Yeah, I got five, I think. Yeah, you had a choice. Yeah. No, it was a random, I mean, we didn't try all the same things, but these were, like, uh, people from the community making content. So before I go to Mark, like, what do you think Blair is, what do you think about Valve's approach in terms of announcing and releasing this thing? Like, what do you, how do you feel about, as a developer, like? Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Like, when they say they're going to release it before the end of the year, what does that mean, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how many units? Mm -hmm. Who's going to buy it? How much... Is it like you know if it's if it's five hundred dollars and they're making fifty thousand of them, how many of those are actually going to go out? Like it, you still have time because there is no software, right? It's not like there's no mad rush. Like holy shit, I'm gonna make something like like a full triple A experience before this thing drops. No, just like keep doing what you're doing. Keep in mind this kind of locked in room thing. Mm-hmm. Do stuff for it. Uh, Steam, you know, like they they have the power to do whatever they want. Like they could just 
they could just drop in a, like a rapper that converts all of their content into VR, right? It'd just be like... <laughs> a like, tri-death of their own? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, like, bam, here you go, now you're playing, uh, you know, Left 4 Dead VR. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, it's going to make you sick, but go for it. Yeah. Like, it's free. <laughs> you got the set, go for it. For sure. And Mark, what do you think of this Valve approach? Well, I think they they can do it. Like, um, Oculus couldn't do it. Like, if they want to in the beginning, uh, when they were still, like, pre-Facebook, uh, pre pretty much. Mm -hmm. If they wanted to say, okay, you're going to have a dev kit in spring and a full consumer release by 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 the holidays, mm -hmm. they wouldn't have any manufacturing back then. So they needed to release a DK1. They needed to release a DK2 to actually get people's attention, to get the hype, to get the hype for VR going. Mm -hmm. And now we've got all the hype for VR. So Valve has the possibility on sort of um, take that into account and sort of profit from the hype that Oculus created, the hype that Sony created, and basically swoop in with with hardware that 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 might be might be comparable in terms of of, of the experience. Mm -hmm. And Valve has a lot of money, so they can so they they partner with HTC and HTC can manufacture a lot of them if they want to. Yeah, but as they said, we don't know how many that's going to be there in the, in the end. Yeah. What do you think, Graham? Um, so what everybody said so far is what I've been thinking. Um, Valve wouldn't have gained <clears throat> anything really from releasing early. You know, they would have been in the same position that Oculus has been in. Hey, you know, what are you guys doing? Hey, you know, where's dates? Hey, tell us something. And <laughs> well, we're working on it. But so they, you know, uh, gotten around that. I think. And one thing I want to come back to at, at some point that someone had mentioned and um, piqued my mind. There's been a couple of articles saying that there's been a zero percent uh, sickness rate. Yeah. Um, from from the demos, um, I didn't try it, but um, it's very appealing. That isn't, yeah. I'll yeah, put a note on that. I spoke to someone that says they get sick even in the gear, and it give them zero. Sickness. The reason really? is like mm -hmm. there's no, yeah, there's no. You know, if you want to rotate, rotate. Right. No, yeah. So it is. You aren't. You're. But it, it's bad at the same time because now you're like it's a whole different experience that you were designed for this, right? You could do but, yeah. like I can't do Technolust uh, with with that system. You could adapt it to it. Think about it. So let's yeah, say you could. But like, what do you? So you you walk to the edge of the room, mm -hmm. and then we can load a new room. That means the person has to go back to the center of the room right. and recalibrate, right? So like, what is that? That's stupid. That's like that's not fun. <laughs> it's a different game. I can yeah. use the yeah. IP yeah. and make something like. Right. Like you the, have to design with that. Like the recent DK2 demo I put out, I could make that room. You could be in there for three hours doing things, right? Awesome. That's a great experience, but that's not. Well, every demo. Maybe I'm just complaining that I've already locked myself into a game. With but, but 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 will you be will you be locked in because because just what Olivia said earlier, like he the Valve person said that you could just put the laser box in front of the. The, the 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 computer like just yeah. like a DK two and then you could have your techno loss experience. Without... Are you gonna get sick? What, will, <laughs> Moving which, with the controller, right? Still, still doing rotation with the controller, lateral movement. So, Whereas with the Oculus, you wouldn't get, well, like CV one. You weren't you were hoping that? Oh, and no, you're still gonna get sick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a problem with the first person locomotion in VR. Mm -hmm. right now, right? Yeah, the but, large volume spaces. Yeah. It seems uh, like every demo would have to incorporate redirected walking of some sort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was then. stupid at the beginning when, like, when I ran the Kickstarter, and I was like, 
I was like, oh yeah, you get sick now, but like Oculus is working on it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get sick. Right, like, we didn't, we didn't know back then. Yeah, we but didn't the know. thing is, like, even over the last few months, more and more headset manufacturers are removing all kind of locomotion, mm-hmm. non mm-hmm. non directed locomotion. So like, you can walk around a space, but the space never moves. All I mean, even even Oculus's um, the Showdown demo that they were showing very recently. Is is not in, doesn't seem to be in circulation anymore because it had slow forward motion. I mean, all the hard, hard headset manufacturers are taking that out of what they're pre- presenting. I feel like we're watching the proverbial book on game interaction design being thrown out the window, uh, like <laughs> in real yeah. time. So, but Brian, we didn't get to you, and I, I want to know what one your what you think about Valve's approach, and, and two, I want to move the question the conversation along. To why? Why is Valve making an VR HMD? Like, and especially in the context of at the beginning, you had Valve sharing information with Oculus. You had Valve helping Oculus out. You had people going from Valve to Oculus. Michael Abraham, Atman, Finstock, I think, went to went, went to Oculus. And so, and so, what happened? Like, and why are they doing this? Um, but yeah, let's take it step by step. You know, what do you think about their approach and why? Well, I mean, I could speculate. Yeah, that, did, you know, maybe those people left before the Facebook acquisition. I think that did happen. I think the timelines fit that, and maybe that's why they wanted to just unleash a gauntlet and say we're into VR now because they had helped them originally, and then they maybe those people left for that. I don't. I don't know if that's what happened. But it's in. Also, Valve is the kind of company that doesn't talk about products; they release them. <laughs> they, this is a Valve MO, right? They don't. They just drop stuff like this. So they don't. They don't like talking about things. They. They. You know, when's Half Life Three coming out? What about Half Life Three VR? Have they been working on that? <laughs> Who knows? They're gonna break the internet. Um, <laughs> we might. So that would be pretty nice. So yeah, I, that's the thing I want to explore because that's something that uh, you know you go on the subreddit and our Oculus is now our VR or something else. It's not our Oculus. It's not, right. a, and you see it. It's like every every post up there. It's like Steam VR, Morpheus Vive. Um, but yeah, very little, very little Oculus. If you see it's, the front page, like horrible. for this week. Huh? It's our home. Yeah, yeah, it's completely I mean, changed. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so, do you think that, you know, how is that community going to change over time? But going back to that, this, this, I, this, 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 this question, the story that's happening in the background. Like, what do you think happened? Um, and I, and I have my own speculative theories, and I'll I'll leave it up for you know whoever wants yeah. to take the the question. <clears throat> I was kind of told. Uh, because I think we were kind of asking the same question. Because when you when you get out of the demo, you can just hang out and talk to the developers for a while, um, <clears throat> like the hardware guys, like Valve. And uh, <clears throat> what they said to me was, they uh, somebody from HTC came in, saw the VR stuff, uh, and like said, "Oh my God, why don't you guys sell this as a consumer product?" Got to work on. On it, and they've been working on it for a while, right? It's just and maybe it was as easy as that because I think they're going to kind of let other people come in and just do the same and just yeah. take it and take the technology, open yeah, source it, yeah. and make let it set it free. You know? Like I said, Valve makes money on the content, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I didn't hear anything about open sourcing though. 
No, 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 no licensing. Licensing, yeah. yeah. I, I would love to see. I, I think there was some Reddit posts saying that the HTC Vive is just one of the one of the many uh, Steam VR or Valve VR headsets to come. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure how accurate this is or this is ever planned, but I, I would love to see like a lot of HMDs out there, um, probably with a minimum minimum feature set, so you know that all the experiences will work. But then, like, there's no one-size-fits-all. Like, people would want different shapes or, or colors or, or even different feature sets. Like, may, maybe people don't need a 15 for tracking space. Uh, maybe they're fine with, like, a, a, I don't know, 5 for tracking space because they live in a tiny studio apartment. And or they the can, Japanese. Or, or the Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Of course they live. And then, so, yeah. like, or, or there could be, like, a pro version with, like, a 100-foot tracking space and a, and a, and a um, ceiling mount or anything. Yeah, yeah. I, some of those, like there's all those people making realistic recoil firing guns. I mean, every one of those people should go license this thing, put one of the little trackers on it, so that you can track their firearm and gear space. Mm-hmm. You know, that would that kind of licensing that would be a slam dunk. So, so the thing I want to explore is again something that I've been seeing on the subreddits where uh, people are speculating, and obviously this is speculation. Um, where so the Facebook acquisition was the thing that changed everything for Valve, wasn't it? Where where immediately Oculus was like, we're not going to make money on hardware. Oh, Facebook said, we're not going to make money on hardware. And so where are you going to make money? It's, it's software, right? And making a platform. And if, if CB1 is a platform on the PC, you know, well, what other platform is there on the PC? Obviously, Steam. And so, and so you know, what do you guys think to that idea that this is, that's partly the reason why Valve is in the game? Because they see a potential competitor in Oculus and Facebook's money. It's it's weird that you say that because at the same time, Oculus has sort of pivoted away from games, right? Like they're they're creating their own content, and it's this very like cinematic kind of holodeck fantasy like passive experience. So. I don't think that really affects Valve as much either, right? Like mm-hmm. Valve does all the games. Oculus, maybe the reason that like uh, they don't show like the community's demos like Valve is doing is because the community's more like game oriented, and and Oculus is, wants to make money on their own content, right? Mm-hmm. They don't. Whereas Valve makes money off our content. Oculus can make money off their content, not not our content, right? Because mm-hmm. they don't have a platform. So. And they can't compete with Steam, right? It's probably related that maybe Oculus has a, a long-term vision in a way that they are thinking that the only way to get VR in every house will be to present them with a cinematic experience yeah. where you can be in an environment and being comfortable and people will stay on their couch and just being relaxed and just enjoying VR and content like that. Mm-hmm. And they probably also want a big piece of the movie market mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, personally, I don't I go less to the movies because you're always bothered and it takes time. You have to go there, buy a ticket. Yeah. Uh, it's far away and now everything is streaming live from everything mm-hmm. internationally. Uh, so in the long term, I, of course, we don't know what the producer is going to do, but... Um, the the rift itself is probably gonna be uh, hello. This is the rift. This is a cinematic experience for everybody. Where Valve is gonna be more experimental, more 
um, let's try stuff in VR, let's do VR and gaming and everything that is related to that. And, and so, but, but the, the, I mean, the challenge, I mean, where I see the, the hole in that idea is like Oculus is the gear VR is, and, and, and the gear VR as is, is, is pretty good for those cinematic experiences already. Right. And so, and so why would you need a, a CV one and a big ass computer to like get those passive experiences if you can just get it off your phone you know next year um graphics hmm? graphics. graphics graphics positional yeah. tracking so of course you can't you can't well they said they're going to put positional and then i mean they're working so yeah, i mean eventually positional we have gear we are like with yeah. a, i don't know probably camera solution but they, they bought a, a 13 slab i think they were doing something like that Nimble uh, VR too. Yeah, Nimble VR too. So like they they definitely have the technology and the knowledge in the like in the possession to get positional tracking working sooner or later on a on like mm-hmm. VR. But you're always going to be limited by the power of our smartphone. Mm-hmm. So unless everything is pre-rendered, like in that um, Pacific Rim uh, video. Did you see my demo, Mark? I see you. De- I saw your demo. <laughs> but, uh, like on a gear. Like, on, on a gear, but it's like but you but you but you wouldn't have um, that that smoke demo. Uh, from mm. from the crescent, crescent based mock demo, sure. like um, on a on a mobile phone. There's tricks, though. There's tricks. No, I, I know you're right, but at the same time, is somebody going to buy a three thousand dollar computer on top of their headset to just sit on their couch and enjoy the cinematic experience? Right. I don't think so. <clears throat> no, not right away. Gamer. Not for a while. Like, hardcore gamers. Yeah, it's going to be the gamers. It's, yeah. It's gonna be, or like at least the hardcore enthusiasts. Yeah. And, I don't know about you, but I'm already sick of like having giant lizards and robots walk over yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, every fucking demo at the same. Oh, was, a giant like, thing! It was either like a giant dragon, a giant dinosaur, a giant robot, like like T-Rex. for a couple of giant dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like, yeah, okay, that's that's fun once, and like, you know, yeah, that's not that's not a movie. I'm not gonna sit there for an hour. I'm not gonna pay. Then again, I'm not gonna pay twenty bucks to see another giant lizard walk. Then again, I think you're a human that is not like the rest of us I, because <laughs> I, I, because there, I I want to see Jurassic Park five in VR. Right, I, right. I could sit through that. No, see, I, I, but I, I, but I, just, I agree. I wouldn't. I don't want to watch it more than once. Yeah. And what's the narrative though? Like, that's like, true. That stuff's cool, but like, where's the story? What's keeping you in there for? I want to fight half an hour shit. plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and so and so like you <clears throat> you're alluding to the, the gamer the hardcore gamer like and so here's the thing like is 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 Oculus and Valve competing for the same audience the the hardcore gamer and if so they're not okay and so who are, who is Oculus going after um, with CV1 and who is Valve obviously they're going after hardcore gamers but but they're both you know and I say this like kind of tongue-in-cheek because i think vr is 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 more than obviously entertainment and gaming mm. but but um but at, at right now at this point in time like what are we what, you know where are these companies gonna find their their niche their audience i think it's shifting i think i think maybe the gear opened their eyes to some of the, the excitement yeah. and, and you know and vrla probably helped a lot with that too but the film industry from what i the people i've talked to that are at Samsung and some of the other companies have talked about. They just want it. They want to get these experiences into people because it's a, you. You can get to everyone, the everyone platform. You yeah. know, you you put it on your grandma. Like I, I yeah. put it on some old older people who went to a family reunion, and they immediately wanted to go buy one of those gears. And it was huh. just for those experiences. Passive you know? stuff. 
Uh, yeah, the the not the Alps. There's one I forget the name of the experience where you're flying in the helicopter. Right, right. Yeah, the Iceland. That, that one is huge. But um, but I think maybe that will shift their because Valve has so much access to the gamers. They have a whole platform of hardcore gamers, mm-hmm. so they're gonna be able to shoot that content into there. And know. Oculus is cinematic, and they're right there by Hollywood, so it makes sense that they're greatly influenced by it. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see the John Carmack talk? In 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 his talk, he said two things that were uh, to me were, were salient or you know specifically you know juicy. Um, he talked about one: he's working on a social platform um, for Gear VR, uh, which means I what my speculation, my theory is that they're going to bring Facebook to Gear VR, and you're going to navigate Facebook uh. in Gear VR. I, I think I don't know, but it would make sense if they if they didn't. I mean, why wouldn't they? That um, was, that's that was the joke yeah. the when they first got bought out. It's, <laughs> oh, great! I get my status updates in virtual reality. Yeah, and but but that it's I think well before before I get there, and the second thing they said uh, that Carmack said was um, I think he was alluding to the idea that they're going to use Nimble VR as the input for Gear VR, the gesture just control interface. You don't think so, Blair? What do you think? I think the gear or the the nimble <laughs> uses like a like a high powered time of laser flight. time of flight. Yeah, you can't power time. that from a phone. Like no, that's so. that's a lot of juice. Really, it's a Tango lot of just time of flight, isn't it? Project Tango. Project Tango. I'm not, I'm not sure. I could be mistaken. But yeah. What's but the latency on that? It's not a. It's not a. Mm. It's time of flight, but yeah. it's not like real time, right? But like a high, it doesn't have to be a high-powered laser. It's infrared lasers, low-powered infrared lasers. If you're going to use it. There could be a battery in a gear. Like, I'm, I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they're going to build it in either. It's just, it's too much tech for a smartphone accessory. Yeah. Hmm. Unless that's something that's Samsung. I, I feel like it's phone. not for the gear. It's probably for CB1. Yeah. That's probably where they're going to put that. I feel like I have to bail from this conversation because I know too much. <laughs> <laughs> So, so okay, so moving along, Sony, uh, or actually, let's talk about the mixer. Like, what did you guys think about the mixer last night? Um, impressions? I think I left something my that, voice there. You left your voice? Yeah. Yes. It was really loud. Um, it was amazing. Yeah. It was good yeah. grab. Yeah, yeah, good people. It's it very impressive. Good. Yeah, I got some feedback from people who were at the VR mixer uh, previous year. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, of course. I, was, I did not exist. <laughs> and uh, they, they were like, in in oh we were like if you, like last year it was so ama- it was a girl uh, it was so ama- so amazing when you see the change from from this year to to it's it grows so much it's mm-hmm. so different it looked classy uh, there's so many people there there's a dynamic there's a really an exchange it's, it it went out away from the the little hidden group of, of hardcore VR people mm-hmm. like oh mm-hmm. VR it's coming and maybe we're yeah, gonna yeah. do something intimate and so on mm-hmm. where the VR mixer is already today even too big in a way that there's many people who went there that we we don't know that didn't come to see us and so mm-hmm. so there's the crowd already as as a, a size that is not um, manageable on a human level for us like okay we we don't know uh, half of them, and it's yeah, but that's, it's <coughs> like, it's yeah, it's it is. good. That, that, that's it's like, yeah, it's just 
the indie scene. That's how it should be. You shouldn't know oh, yeah. every every indie game ever made, right? Yeah. No, you know your friends. But there's sustenance in the community. That's, that was the biggest thing that I that I noticed was originally it was you know a bunch of people who were maybe college students or just enthusiasts. Like, this is cool. I have a kind of an idea for this. And now everybody has moved on something. Yeah. So that this this SVVR mixer is now actually like okay that that guy did Sony. That guy did, you know, this, these, these are big names now. Mm-hmm. So everybody that came up to you actually had something, you know, a title on their tag that they were working on. Yeah, which was cool. last year was small. It was like 200 this, people. This one was over 1,100 people Yeah, I talked to Carl. That's um, crazy. That's and, the numbers? That yeah. number gets bigger wow. every time I hear it. Wow. And the president, <laughs> the president of Sony wasn't walking around last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and like Valve employees. Yeah, Chet was, yeah. Yeah, there were a couple Oculus. There were some, a couple yeah, Oculus people. There was Oculus yeah, people. There was people from news agencies yeah. around the world. I think there was an MSNBC guy I met there. BRLA, BRSF, everybody to be Toronto, BRSF. Everybody was there. You know, the crazy thing, and I'm, I'm going to get downloads for this because I think I, I, I feel thankful for the fact that the Facebook thing happened because last year. You know, like this time last year, the from what, the Facebook acquisition happened on March eighth, two thousand fourteen. It's literally a year, and it feels like it feels like it's been four years. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's it's so much has happened. You can't, and it's kind of crazy. I don't think you can pin that on the Facebook thing, though. It's not like it really did accelerate things. Though. Yeah, but you know, it, it validated. You me. don't think Oculus would have kept getting more money? You don't think mm. Valve would have like? jump back in the game like all of this stuff i think still would have happened it's yeah. just maybe oculus wouldn't have been as facebooky which might not be a bad thing you know i think it may have been a catalyst for yeah well definitely I like it, a I big injection a lot, of, of a lot of it was a catalyst for a lot of mainstream press oh yeah and definitely, you can definitely. you can say like every article about them written in the wall street journal is probably because of the Facebook deal, and yeah. then and then whatever side effects that being written about in those things had on the VR industry. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's more money in the industry mm-hmm. now, more investors in the industry now because of a deal like that. It That's was a, it was a turbo boost, yeah, you know, for sure. It sped things up, but at what cost? I mean, it might yeah. it might have messed Oculus up a lot. Yeah. I definitely there's a there's a ton of everybody was wearing an Oculus shirt at GDC. They had more more employees. Than yeah, but those anybody. I think ninety nine percent of them were just but, people. Like right. So yeah, yeah. It's just it's to me it's just kind of crazy how fast it's accelerating. Like this year, it went goes from two hundred to and I saw the the I had the entry manager thing, so I saw there was more than a thousand people for sure. I, I can confirm. Um, but it, it, what's going to be next year? Like you know, where are we going? Where are we going to be yeah, next year? Conference on yeah. stage. I <laughs> I think, how many well, people were at the Steam party? A lot, yeah. like yeah. five thousand, oh, yeah. two thousand, probably. I think that'd be a good bar to beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> once it gets bigger than the Valve party, then you know. Then we know. <laughs> but so, I mean, at this point, it, it is. This is a silly question: Is VR here to, here to stay? Is there anything, anything at all? In you know, if you can just dig deep inside your minds, like, is there anything that could stop this? Yes, three D hats. Three D hats. Yeah, I'll kill um, yeah, there's a lot of things, man. There's like, there's things that could chip away at it in a bad way, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, kids, the, all the kids get a hold of it and they start playing some things that 
they shouldn't be playing. I think that's like, probably a big one. Yeah, people get people can get messed up by yep. it too, right? Like it'll make it can make you sick. You can you can be home alone with your with your vibe and strangle yourself by accident. You know, like <laughs> that's not a joke, man. That's like <laughs> like you trip over the the corner of the couch and yeah, you know there's. Or what happens when the first person dies from a heart attack? Yeah, that's that. Denny's not wrong, man. That's gonna happen soon. Like, that's, like, but let's oh, that's a good question. So let's talk about that. Who is at fault if someone dies from a heart attack playing uh, the developer? The developer. The developer. So you, your developer will be at fault. Not whoever wrote their terms of service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you so what do you do? What do you what do you do to like? Do you do you do you tamper down and like make this thing Sesame Street or you sign waivers or do you <laughs> yeah, yeah, no like it you get a good be. lawyer yeah, yeah there's no seriously it. upfront about it yeah you know like health and safety warning yeah not even like for the scary stuff like like jump scares mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do you can't prepare someone for for a jump scare right but like. The human heart can only handle so much. Like yeah. if you if you're like injecting endorphins and, and adrenaline. adrenaline into it, like it's not it's not healthy. It's not healthy to do this. But at least if you put a warning on there that this this experience contains jump scares, at least someone who has heart conditions can but avoid it. Can, it can even happen accidentally. Oh, like, it, and it will. Yeah, and, it and we know that. Like, but like, like, like it, I get scared by shit as we can. On game, like I, I forget that I put something somewhere. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was watching um, Oculus Cinema, like just watching a movie at home, and I swear to God, somebody walked into the theater. I what the hell? I swear to God, scared the shit out of me. It's like, oh, oh. But it was just like, I've been wearing the gear too long. <laughs> so, back to your original question. I, I think that the biggest danger to virtual reality right now is group psychology. Like what they were saying, that's what it, that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Is that if everybody finds something that is they think is dangerous about it, and you know, this might be unpopular, but like the the bored housewives get a hold of it and they run with it and they try and like, you know, slam it and, and get rid of virtual reality because it's ruining the children. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really the danger. That, that's inevitable. I mean, that, that the, the, the good thing about virtual reality's launch is video games are finally going to get a pass because the next thing came along and we're going to be the scapegoat for all the that's evil true. in the world. Yeah. And then that'll last until something else comes along and it can be the scapegoat for a while. Okay. Yeah. reality. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. So everything that, so, so, every, so everything, as soon as, as soon as the, the, the blame, uh, fingers start to start to coming at us, we would like just channel it. They, no, don't blame us. It's HoloLens. It's like, it's obviously <laughs> yeah, it's, it's their fault. <laughs> it's, uh, oh yeah. Hard to have new, new name for the blue screen of death and it has a whole new meaning. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like, uh, <laughs> stigmas that can be, get attached to it, right? Yeah. Like, oh, only the rich people can afford the three thousand dollar computer, the four hundred dollar HMD. The like, so there's that kind of stigma. There's the like couch potato VR head junkie stigma that can get attached to it. Like those, those are bad things for that could could hurt it. And and then there's just like I said, like the the cost of keeping up. You know, like mm-hmm. people, people might not be able to keep up. It's not like like this cell phone's eight hundred dollars. Yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah, you're <laughs> not gonna like, get a Galaxy Note five, are you? <laughs> no, like that's what I mean. Like you can't. But 
Like, if, if that's what it takes to keep up, they're going to lose people, you know? Yeah. You have to be able to keep keep it at a reasonable level. Yeah. In terms of the technology, though, um, I know all we've been talking, oh, you know, people are going to get sick, and that's why it's, it might fail. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't try the virus, you know, the newest stuff, but still, I mean, is there a chance in terms of technology, like, to take advantage of our 15 by 15 foot room, the content has to be catered to that, um, like all the DK2 experiences, there's a lot of really cool stuff, nothing fully built yet that people would spend $60, you know, or more on as a, you know, a game, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe that doesn't mean it will fail, maybe it will just take longer to launch until the technology's there, I don't know. I, I definitely think it still will take a while to take off. I think that I think that's probably the answer to that one. It's like before before there's AAA product for it, there's got to be a million of them out there. And before there's a million of them out there, that means a million people have to like try it for some reason because nobody really understands it until they actually put it on their face. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. The, there's it, it'll take a lot of outreach to get it on the faces of enough consumers. That X percent of them buy it, and X percent of them buy your sixty dollar game before EA was in. What's that? The Wii, for example. The it Nintendo was expanding Wii. super fast. We want yeah. to be like a reference because Wait, people it, are multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, you could go into a store and try that one, and yeah. we still don't know how to do that with something that gets that close to your eyeball. And you could buy it yeah. for three hundred bucks all day, right? Well, oh yes, yeah. that's true. It was yeah. like a cheap, cheaper than that actually. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows what's the what? <laughs> What's the strategy regarding so how are they going to send it? And send that's it. the next question. If you were Oculus, what would you be doing right now? I think the biggest problem right now is that we haven't quite found out the, the VR experience that we want to have. It's sort of a weird stage where we went from, where we went to mobile games, where the first mobile games were first-person shooters with, with touchpad controls. Mm-hmm. And and people wanted to play those. People wanted to play a, a Halo copy on their smartphone. Mm-hmm. And only it, it took them, I took them a couple of years until people realized that what you actually want on a smartphone is Flappy Birds. Like games yeah. that, 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 <laughs> that, are, that, that fit to the hardware. So people would want AAA games like Call of Duty on, on virtual reality. Uh, like the, the basically, the people on, people on that are hardcore gamers on Steam, they either love Oculus because, or Oculus or VR in general, because they understand what it's about. Or they don't care about it because they're competitive gamers on I don't know Counter Strike, yeah. mm-hmm. and it it would take a while for people to realize that wait I want VR not for being able to play a first person shooter but because there's something another experience that that is really really enticing. Yeah. So, but the question. So the, the, uh, thanks for your point. But uh, so the question is though. I mean, if you're Oculus, if you're Oculus, and if, here's another thing that I'm I'm wondering, like the psychology of a company such as them, you know, I, I, you know, how does this, how does this week affect them? Like, how does this, you know, if you're a, a, the CEO of a company, like, how does this affect your, the morale of your company? Like seeing how the press and the community is just steam, 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 foul, 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 you know? And, and so like, and, and meanwhile, you, I mean, I mean, the, either, either a, you have, you're telling your, 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 you know, you're the captain of the ship and you're selling your crew, relax. I got this. We have, you know, we know what we have. We're gonna, we're, we have something under the table. Relax, you know, and then they're gonna pull off, pull off an uh, another upset, or, upset, or, 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 or are they like, you know, are are they on scramble mode? I mean, what do you think? So on that point, I think that they they probably aren't freaking out as much as we think they would be. Mm-hmm. You know, they they probably are a little frazzled, but we don't know the politics behind it. So yeah. this might have been announced to them. 
for all we know. Yeah. You know, so it's, they definitely seem a little surprised by it. But uh, back to the point of what would you do if you were Oculus? Uh, I think that they should continue towards what they're already working for, which seems to be a standalone system. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if the, the Vive and Steam are going to do the hardcore gamer and the excellent graphics, that, that, that full solution, then you should stay with what you've been working with so far, and that seems to be the standalone, you know, very high-quality graphics and maybe positional tracking, but all encompassed in the device, you know what I mean? And let the, let the hardcore gamers buy those expensive PCs for that really high-end VR experience with these great games, and you, especially if you're focused on cinematic experiences... You focus on just that that low cost consumer ready standalone. Yeah, I think in the in, in the broader con, in the broader context of all this, I don't think Oculus is in trouble because virtual reality will be a trillion dollar market, um, and they'll be I think they'll be they'll make their investors happy. Um, but it just seems like you know just not seeing uh, Brendan or Palmer or Nate do any public comments. Have they have they made any I'm public raising, comments on Steam? Palmer in the game. Did he? Did, has it? Have, but have they made any public comments on Steam or Val? Mm, yeah, what? They said they didn't try. <laughs> they did. Comic liked it, right? Yeah. They they Car- tried John Carmen liked it. Yeah. yeah, they tried the Morpheus. No, that was Morpheus. That was Morpheus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know about? Um, I came here to GDC to 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 really talk about things uh, to Oculus and say, guys, what have you been doing? What's going on? Mm-hmm. So I, I got all that answers. So I'm happy, but I was. Um, I was expecting coming to GDC like uh, an announcement for Oculus, maybe saying, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to release uh, the Rift at that time and until then, maybe we're going to have an in- input uh, development kit or something, that kind of logic. But what is really interesting about the GDC is that even if Oculus didn't do any announcement, mm-hmm. Oculus was absolutely everywhere. Yep. Epic, Crytek, yep. Crytek uh, Nvidia booth, Nearly, there was uh, even Crescent Bay, so not only people demoing DK2, some, some small people were doing uh, DK2 things, but Crescent Bay was absolutely everywhere, yeah. so they are yeah, expanding in I a way. I think sometimes you forget what this is, what GDC would be like for someone who hasn't wasn't so deeply in VR this yeah. whole time. What is yeah. that? Like, cause there's, yeah. there's so many people out there, this is their first exposure to Crescent Bay, and then mm-hmm. they, they probably got their and you know, eyes opened by it. Yeah. Yeah about that is is that none of those people got to see Morpheus. None of those people got to see Valve. Yeah. Like <coughs> they were only showing to developers and press. Mm-hmm. So, VR developers. Yeah, yeah. So to everyone else out there in the world, Oculus is the only game it's in there. town. Yeah. That's yeah. it. And it's, it's everywhere. It's all Oculus, right? They're the Xerox of VR. Yeah, yeah. so they are the, <laughs> on that matter they are doing things really, really right right. They are expanding. Hmm. It's mm-hmm. like it's like uh, if you went back to the '90s and said, "Is you know a specific company going to make in- money on the internet?" <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> because everyone's going to be able to make money on VR. They're just going to have to carve out their niche. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it might end up like like a brand name, right? Like uh, how you call it a Kleenex or a Q-tip. Yeah, it's going to be like the Oculus, like yep. everybody's calling it right now, right? Yeah, like Vive will be the Oculus. Ari's in there with the Oculus on his face. Exactly. <laughs> Are we still going to be going to 
you know, the subreddit Oculus? Are we going to Vive? Or uh, what, what's going on? Are we ever going to switch to virtual there reality? There is a slash VR. No one ever goes to it. Yeah. <laughs> Oculus is my home. That yeah. Was, yeah. Well, if, if, if Oculus becomes Xerox of virtual reality, then we can just safely assume that... Because that, what, what is that community going to do? Are they going to go migrate to our virtual reality? I don't, I don't know. I don't think no. so. So no, that's just going to keep growing and growing. Um, and yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see it for sure. A couple last questions. I want to ask uh, you guys about making money in VR. Okay. Um, and I want to know what you guys think about the free to play model. Um, because you know, my theory or from what I've seen in the mobile realm is free to play is the big thing. Like everybody I've been listening to, it's all about free to play. And I ask myself, why is free to play the big thing? And, uh, you know, it's because, you have such a saturated market just so many games on the mobile market every day there's 500 to 250 apps going out every day every day like there's 500 apps going out to the ios store and so that's insane and so you do free to play to like put a character in front of the user now vr will vr adopt the free to play model as fast as you know, as it's coming along or or do you think that you're gonna hold back on free to play What, what what are you guys' take uh, so I have an interesting take on this one in that as a social product, we are going to release for free, mm-hmm. right? That we, that that's how you have to build users in a social product. But free to play has all these other connotations like energy bars and microtransactions to buy gems and speeding up things and stuff like that. And we don't like, as a gamer, I don't like that stuff. I understand why it's out there and I understand that it's very effective at at extracting money from a consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think that it will happen in the industry as a whole to go to that stuff as well. As soon as somebody spends a lot of money making a game and can't recoup it on cost, then yeah, they, they probably will. Yeah. So how will you monetize it then? Um, well, I mean, we're not really talking too much about that yet, but we, like content, yeah. sell, sell content, things that people want for a social experience. Ad placement, product placement. It's not impossible, but no plans for anything like that yet. Yeah. As far as mobile VR goes, like I have no qualms about in-app purchases and microtransactions and freemium. Like as long as the game's fun, it's not. It's not my problem if some crazy person somewhere wants to drop three grand a day on it. Mm. That's amazing for me. Right, like what's the, like? I don't understand the issue. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with it. Go. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. Like, you even look at some of the bigger stuff now, like uh, like the the toy based games, right? Like mm-hmm. Disney Infinity. I spent 150 bucks on Disney Infinity mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. It's like fine. Like, you know, there there wasn't any buyer's remorse because I I enjoyed it. Yeah. So like, yeah, go for it. For sure. <laughs> cool. Free to play plays pays my rent. So I mean I Can't work for a company we do free to play. So <laughs> so I love it. As a hardcore gamer, I hate it and I love it at the same time, but I think there's just a right way to do it without being dirty. So yeah. so I, I don't know what's gonna happen. What there's dirty, gonna be what, what does dirty mean though? 
Like, that? I, you can buy, like, every single item and go into PvP and battle somebody else that's been, it's going to yeah, take them well, forever to get to. Multiplayer is different. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, you, or Battlefield Premium, that's one, right. I hate that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, and, yeah, just some of those models I don't like, but, I mean, they're going to happen. Hmm. It's who, whoever's going to pay money for that stuff, if it, if it makes money, people are going to do it, like. But uh, I think there's, like Jesse was saying, there's better ways to make money. Like you know, you can you can sell, you know, you can sell packs, you sell modules, you sell more content. I I love I love that monetization. The thing is, though, like we're like two years into serious VR game development, right? And nobody's making money still. Right, like well, you have you don't have a, gonna be on the streets soon. You don't have, a, well, you don't have a platform though. To sell. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so like that just started. But we, if we can figure out a way to make money, we need to do it. Like yesterday, yeah. Like <laughs> the money needs to start coming in for content. Otherwise, so like, Mark, you know, you're, you're doing some of that, that, right? Yeah. What do you mean? So you're doing some some. Income. I, I have some income, but it, like, it doesn't even pay my, my rent. Okay. So I've got I've got Darkfield in, in pre-order. I've got uh, uh, Nighttime Terror on on uh, Rift. It's, it's, I know it sounds like a plug, but there's just no money to be made right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like there there are cardboard games out there, but then no one's on Android's gonna buy a cardboard app for for for, for two dollars because mm. no one's gonna on Android buys anything. Yeah. How many people? <laughs> how many people actually own gear right now? Like, yeah, it, it, it trusts me. No, yeah, I'm getting, it's, getting it's getting a up. pretty low number, though. Oh, so, yeah, Graham and I had this conversation about yeah. uh, DK twos a few months back when there was about a hundred thousand uh, rift kits in the wild, right? It's like, ooh, a market of 100,000, you say. But actually, Graham and I controlled 10 of those kits. Yeah. Three of them were DK ones <laughs> and were in storage, right? Two of them were like we actually kind of yeah. used, but like how many of those DK twos and gears and stuff like that are actually sitting at, on somebody's desk at work? Yeah. Right, yeah. because yeah. I I don't I can't sell to that one sitting on a desk at work, even yeah. if it gets used every day. I can only sell to the one that's in somebody's house. Yeah, yeah. and sure. what is that? Thirty thousand of that hundred thousand? Yeah, yeah. Oculus release a, a platform, a selling platform on DK two today. I mean. If I sell 200 copies, I'll be happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. Last question before we close things off. The oh, no. Unreal Engine 4 versus Unity thing. Or oh, Unreal no. Engine 4, Unity, Crytek, all these announcements. This is... Yeah, you have to go with the most <laughs> arguments in one last. Yeah, we've got to end with a bag. The rest of the night. <laughs> the only one doing it. So, you and me. You and me. But I suck, so I don't count. <laughs> um... But yeah, so so what do you guys think about this? Like this engine uh, and Autodesk. The Autodesk is making a game engine. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it'll be like thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> Unreal Engine Four going free. Unity Five being released. You know, free, released free. It for free. But is there is there caveats to this free? If you oh, guys yeah, know about it? Feature complete. Oh, that's unreal. It's oh, feature right. complete. But okay. They're 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 offering tools like. Cloud Pro, services, Pro, and Pro, stuff. Profire cloud service, but still cool. free, feature complete, being able to develop Android, iOS, no royalty, Windows Phone, under hundred k, well, under hundred k. If right? you have a hundred thousand dollar budget, you have to go with Pro. Will At Unity, that point, I'll shell out fifteen hundred dollars. Will Unity yeah. hold on to the crown 
uh, for as long as they did in terms of the people that are developing for it? Or do you think uh, Unreal will be a significant challenge to their market share after uh, I've, I've everything has happened? Aside from Olivier's game, I've yet to see a fleshed-out Unreal game in VR running at a frame rate that's acceptable. It looks great out of the box. They want 5% of my profit. I'd already owe them more than it cost me to buy Unity and uh, Android Pro. Like, there's, there's good things about all these engines. There's bad things about all these engines. Oculus gave a Crescent Bay to all of them at the show. Like, it, like the, the, the fanboy fights are stupid. <laughs> like, you're, you're a developer... Your game looks as good as you make it look. It's got yeah. nothing to do with the engine. Like it's your pipeline. Yeah, it's, whatever you like doing. It's crazy. Yeah. Or, it's, or it's your personal familiarity. Yeah. yeah. If, if you're more efficient in one, use that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For example, for me, I'm I'm not a developer. You know, in a way where Unreal Engine, it's like you want Gear VR, checkbox. You want Valve VR, checkbox. It's all. How well does that checkbox work? Oh, for the Very nice. Yeah, what were you saying? 15 frames a second? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's coming along. It's coming along. Yeah. All right, well, I, I bring things to a close. Uh, you gentlemen, you've all been scholarly and gentlemanly. Um, let's start uh, going from Brian down to Matt. Let's do plug time. How can people stay in touch? How can people follow what you're doing and all that good stuff? Um, definitely podvr.com check out the podcast vrcasters.com oh, yeah. we're doing uh, you know you're part of it everyone's part of it uh, <laughs> check it out uh, you know we, we did some live streams uh, from the party the SVVR party yep. and we'll probably be putting those up um, I'm developing stuff I've got you know a, a demo right now of Moto Rider but I've got uh, <laughs> two other projects that I've been working on that I can't wait to talk about but those those are coming soon hopefully so good stuff that's it awesome <laughs> yeah, well VR chat holds uh, meetups in virtual reality every Sunday at 4pm uh, Pacific um, this Sunday will be very exciting we'll talk all about uh, GDC stuff if anybody has questions I'm sure we'll have lots of people in there who have tried the the Vive and uh, Morpheus and, <laughs> and everything um, so be sure to come out uh, you can download the client at uh, vrchat.net and it works on DK2 DK1 and the monitor so, see you there. Cool. Cool. Two things. Um, Darkfield VR, we just had our first successful internal Unity 5 build. Uh, we're going to ma- make that public soon once all the bugs are gone and got everything working. Um, we um, probably have some, like a new major version in May. Uh, probably not really smart to announce it now, but I'm going to put a bit of pressure on us to actually finish it by May. <laughs> um, so, that's darkfieldvr.com. Uh, you can pre order it there. Uh, our second game, Night and Terror, is actually done and released, uh, available on Rift, uh, Gear VR, now in the store as well, and Google Cardboard. Sorry. And that's nighttimeterror.com. Yes, so Synthesis Universe, I try to come back, I want to come back definitely for SVVR, it's probably the only relevant information. Uh, I'm already dead, uh, but uh, well, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I'm sad. I, I probably get there, um, back, and yes. Donate money to Olivier. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. I start up an Olivier fund. Um, yeah. Yes, who knows, Kickstarter or whatever, I probably have to, to look into alternate solution. Uh, quick, very quick. Um, yeah. 
Because he on the street buy my beer or hot soup. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure I'm gonna grab like that from you guys. <laughs> but otherwise, I think I've been doing a lot of content because I've been really busy doing. I'm doing. It's the only thing I do in my life. This and this and chocolate. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I look forward the time where I could demo to everybody or release a demo with. I have a demo with Razer Hydra and. You know, nobody has a Razer Hydra, so it's just you guys. I want you to try it, and everybody there. So it's like, call me if you want to try it. Awesome. I'll, I'll show you how it's done. Oh no, I won't. My voice is gone. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm making lots of uh, lots of crazy content out there. I need money. If you see anything I'm making, oh, yeah. please buy it. Who are you? <laughs> Who's talking? Who am I? I'm the guy with no voice. Oh, yeah, like, whatever. Techno lust. Uh, I'm putting a game out on gear. Mark's actually helping me with it. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the pipe. Like I have a million amazing ideas and and things that I'm working on. But if I can't pay for them, I will die in a, in a ditch somewhere, and <laughs> there will be less cool VR content. So <laughs> support all of us, man, especially Olivier. Yeah, it's a hard job. I'm not worthy. I don't have any any content out there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a demo. People have this complaint. Like, it's not playable. Yeah, don't, don't, don't only share demo or close no, no, share. Yeah. It's a passive experience, but it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, winner it's, of artistic uh, awards. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah award Proto, winning. Yep, Proto Award. Uh, Graham already pitched most of the stuff with us, but uh, you can follow us on Twitter also at vrchatnet. I think I'm at Jesse Jodry. We also sign up for SDK. Oh, yeah, and go to the the website and sign up for the SDK if you want to make user-generated content, avatars, and rooms for VRChat. Talk to us. Come to VRChat. I missed the plug. My my photogrammetry guys, uh, Quantum Capture, if you have a decent budget and you would like the best photorealistic human scans for your game or whatever... Real time needs go to quantumcapture.com, drop those guys an email, and get naked in front of all these cameras. Yeah, well, if you want to scan yourself naked, that's cool too. Sweet, I'll I'll remind yourself. I remember to shave my pubes. My real time needs, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, Stomps, uh, we have a pretty pretty good solution for uh, how to do VR locomotion. Uh, Check us out on Kickstarter. Awesome. And, and where Twitter? Are you on Twitter? Twitter, yeah, StompsVR, StompsVR.com. Sweet. Okay, all those links will be in the show notes. Everybody, thank you again for being scholarly and gentlemanly well, thank over you, Chris. reality. All right, guys. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. 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 All right.